Missy D. She's so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. So here we are, another episode of the Journal of Missy D. I should actually change all the labelling to 4.0 because I really am transitioning into a new person, I guess, or a new me or a new something. I am in the cocoon stage at the moment. I do feel I will be emerging as a butterfly <laughs> at some point. And if you heard the uh, the last podcast, things weren't great. And uh, I have to be honest, as this this is the journal of Missy D and me just being honest and open about me and my healing journey. Things have been terrible. Oh my God, since the last time I spoke to you, literally I've been at death's door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got worse, it got worse. So the last one, what was I talking to you about? About an invisible disability and how I wasn't in a great place last week. Okay, this is going to be a huffy buffy one. I might even get the oxygen out, it's right next to me. Today, after one Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, six, seven days, six days, I've been able to sit a little bit without oxygen. Um, last week, I think after I did the podcast, actually, podcast, yeah, podcast, podcast, <laughs> uh, things went downhill. So I went to see the bioresonance woman. I'm not blaming her, right? But, see, I'm getting huffy-puffy already, aren't I? I knew this would happen. Give me two secs. Hold on. Ah! Oh! I thought I might manage to do this podcast without the oxygen, but because my oxygen levels are still kind of trying to work the, the, themselves out, uh, I suppose I'm going to get huffy-puffy on it because I'm putting extra strain for the oxygen whilst I'm talking. Do you... Yeah, okay. Hold on a minute. I'm getting a right tangle, I do. Oh no, okay. That's not in my... Okay, that's in my nose, that's in my ear. Headphones on. Back to business. Right. So I'm afraid you're going to have to deal with half some puffs. I've got a friend who was a... Bless her. Speak to her daily. And she's like, yeah, I can, I can hear the oxygen. And for the first time today, I wake up. I managed to leave her a, a message in the morning. And she was like, oh, I can't hear the oxygen. And you sound great. <laughs> she has been through this mad journey with me um, since, uh, God, since the last few weeks now. It's been terrible. So let me go back to what I was saying. So Thursday, I went to see the bioresonance machine lady. And... Um, 
Gonna have to put the auction up. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not looking good. I'm telling you. But I will survive. <laughs> first I was a I what was it? First first something petrified. Never live at first I something petrified. Never live without you by my side. And I will always Yeah, I will survive. <laughs> I'm really bad with the lyrics. I really am. When I do the whole kind of singing, singing to heal my lungs, I always have the uh, the lyrics in front of me. It looks really bad, actually. You can see on my videos that I'm not really concentrating on looking in the lens. Hold on. Um, breathing sometimes helps. So, rewind. This is going to be quite terrible, isn't it? I can feel my heart rate going up. Let me just check. This is this is real time, right? This is not even. <coughs> yeah. My heart rate should be at 70. 80, 75. It's 120 right now. And I know you're sitting there going, well, Missy, why are you doing the podcast then? Well, how can I not do it? Because this is all about my journey. The good, the bad and the ugly and the shittest of the shit. And the most amazing of the amazing as well. Don't think I won't share with you the day that I can run up the hill. Just there. I'm sitting here in my office, which is at the front of the house. In front of me, there's this hill. And I often look at it and think, gosh, what I wouldn't do to be able to just forget even run up that hill, walk up that hill without panting. I haven't been able to go that, up that hill for many, many a year now. So, yeah, if that ever happens, I'll take my phone out and uh, record exactly what's going on. But, yeah, so things aren't good. They will get better. Going back to by resonance woman. So Thursday saw her and I kind of, I didn't complain, but I was like, listen, yeah, this is like month five. And I know this is a slow process. I know that I'd be making progress. And now I'm thinking, there's the, there's the you know, always the phone. Always. <laughs> um, so what are we going to do about this? And she was like, listen, she had a Lyme's disease, right? And she goes, well, I, I took it, used the machine for about nine months until I found any kind of difference in my well-being. And since then, even then, I now do it twice a week, every day. And that's for the last two years in my head i'm thinking great this is costing me ridiculous amounts of money so anyway um in her in her i wouldn't say haste or in her gussa or whatever she changed the entire program to attack the parasites so she says i have been slowly slowly attacking the parasites but i've put it on a lot stronger and longer so it should you know we should be able to get to, to some kind of progress in fact right now i should actually have the machine on but i haven't got it on because I don't know. I've lost faith in the machine. And you can, you know my cycles by now, don't you? I've admitted it. I, I think I said to you last week. Do something, let it go. Do something, let it go. That's what we all do, don't we? It's just not me. I can't sit here and say, oh, that's unique to Missy D because it's not. Um, or Ritu, whatever, whatever you want to call me, right? Um, it's not unique to me because all of you have had gym memberships and that not going to the gym two months later. All of you have said, oh, I'm going to do a dry November. <laughs> and uh, within week one of November, you've gone out with the girlfriends and you're having a bottle of Savion Blanc, right? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to date a man again in two years. 
and within a month you're on um, grinder and rinder and grinder, whatever you call them. I haven't been on those apps for years, man. I did used to be on the shardy.com, uh, not app. Uh, that's how old I am. I used to be on shardy.com on the website. We didn't have apps in those days. I think they started apps and stuff afterwards, but I, I never got into that stage. I must say I have been on that one, the swipe left, right one. What? I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's been that long. But genuinely, no, I've given up on dating apps. Why did it go into dating apps? Oh, yeah, you, you, you and your, you and you giving up. <laughs> or you're like, I swear down, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to have a fag. And then two days later, oh, can you get me some Benson and Edges? <laughs> Hold on, let me turn this down. See, I'm a bit scared of over oxygenating myself as well because I get oxygen poisoning. So, yeah, I was just saying, look, don't, don't kind of. Look down upon me and say, yeah, Missy, that's what you do. You always start things. You never finish them. You're right. I don't. And I admit it. I mean, what else? What more can I say? OK, so, yeah, I, I am a little bit at the end of the machine now, um, but I can't give it up because I am paying lots of money for it. I do believe in the machine, but it's very, very, very slow and tedious. I mean, two and a half hours, man, two and a half hours. I lie on this goddamn machine and you have to be on your back. Yeah, I think that was my dog making a sound there. Uh, and um, so it's just kind of boring. But life has become boring as well. <clears throat> life has become really tedious, really boring. I feel really boxed up, jailed in, in a cycle of shitness. And all of this, I think, has been exacerbated. Exas exasperated <laughs> hold on i got it i got it exasperated that's the word i'm looking for exasperated by covid so um where do i go with this so the machine woman is basically she'd given me the program she gave me a new program let me just stop there right so you know prior to that i had covid which i picked up from going to anfield and singing ole, 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 with all the Liverpool fans in that tiny little pub on the corner. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know, I know, there's no need to go there. I know, I know I shouldn't have, but I went to experience a football match. Now, they, if you're in my, in my kind of world, the world of healing, the world of the power of now, the living in the, the living in the present moment, the healing journey, you are, not not you, I have decided uh, that I want to do as many things as I can before I die. I don't know when I'm going to die. I could die tomorrow. I could die in five years. I could die in, uh, my, my goal, as you already have heard on my, one of my podcasts is to die at 101. Um, and I've already invited you to my birthday party. And I told you, you've got to bring 100 gifts to my party yes each yes if you're going to come to my hundred hundredth birthday party one person has already refused to come <laughs> i won't say her name she does live in derby <laughs> and she was like are you joking me a hundred gifts it's like yeah if you bring 99 you can't come in <laughs> so you never know right and i've never been the kind of person to um be spontaneous to go and live my life to have no guilt, to have no shame, to think, F it, I'll just get, pick up, 
I don't know, the next flight to Timbuktu. And I'll just uh, pack a small bag of essentials, a few gachis, bras essential, toothbrush, <coughs> glasses, makeup not essential, and maybe, uh, what else, iPhone, really, and laptop. <laughs> and then just go and just go and chill, you know. So I've not done that kind of thing and I really want to do it. So I've never been to a football match in my life. I don't, I'm not a football supporter, you know that. Go back and listen to the Liverpool podcast, right? I'm not, but uh, I thought, well, let's just go. Why not? And it's really last minute, really last minute. The day, It's on the day, uh, my friend, she had tickets uh, for the Liverpool-Leicester match in, in, in Anfield. And um, I was like, fine, I'll go. And mum's like, oh God, you don't normally do that last minute. I was like, I know, it feels so good. So yeah, that was my fault. Not that you should have to blame anyone. That I should have been more careful. Um, my sister was having a go at me yesterday saying, you need to be a bit more careful. You need to be really mindful of where you go, who you're mixing with, what you're doing. Now it's Christmas is coming around the corner. Everyone's got COVID and it's going to affect you more, blah, blah. And I was like, listen, love, what is going to happen is going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. If I'm super careful, I could die. If I'm not super careful, I could die. If I'm super careful, I could get COVID. If I'm not super careful, I can get COVID. You can't stop what's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, right? And then she said some more things, but I'm not going to go into that conversation, which peed me off to high heaven. But I won't go there. I won't go there because that's not fair on her. But yeah, she was, you know, giving me the whole kind of, and I know she she's saying it from a place of care. I get that. But I said to her, you can't cage me up. What are you doing? Like, don't go here. Don't go there. Be careful of what you're doing or where you're, you know, socializing. I don't I hardly go out anyway because of that very reason. But now I'm like, screw this. If I am physically capable and able, I will go out. Simple as, you know, right now sitting here, I've got pains in my chest. I've got no energy. I've got chronic fatigue. Um, just literally an hour ago, I was sitting on the chair. I was ready to drop, go drop back into my bed and sleep for a good four or five hours. And I could have easily done that. I could have gone to my bed, whacked up the heating. And I swear to God, see, I'm so tired. Oh my God. Ah. Oh, gosh, I didn't expect that to happen. I could sleep for four or five hours, honestly. And then that would probably take me to what's well, 2.30 now, right? So 3.30, 4.30, 5, 6.30, 7.30, which is normally our dinner time. And mum would say, Rito, can't I eat? Like, do you want to eat or not? And I'd, I'd probably just say, no, I'm rolling over back to bed. I'm not going to eat. And I would, I'd sleep all the way through the night to the next morning. That's how tired I am all the time. So today I just wanted to explain to you um, how COVID has affected me. I've had COVID three times. Once when, <clears throat> I think uh, coronavirus started around February, didn't it? Of that year, whatever year it was. I can't remember. Was it 2019? 2020, 2019, something like that. Um, and then I got it in March. So I got it very, very early on, which was very shocking to me. Cause like, eh. um, But obviously we weren't like, you know, being careful at that point. Nobody knew. So I had just finished working in schools. So I was still supply teaching at the tail end of when we went into lockdown. So I probably still had little bugs and stuff in me. So I got and I managed to get through that. And I was like, why are they making such a fuss about this coronavirus? Because it did nothing to me. I felt a bit feverish. My legs were aching. I was 
banged up in the room. My sister's panicked. My mum's panicked. Gone. Oh my god, you got coronavirus! And they locked me in the room. And then I was like, God, this is a great holiday. This is every few hours. I'd get a cup of tea outside my room, get a few biscuits, get me dinner, get me lunch. Subcourt it was fantastic. And I was fine. Recovered. No issue. Then I got coronavirus again. I went to see a concert with my baby sister. Now, I always call it Britney, but it's not Britney. <laughs> I'm really bad with mainstream artists. Uh, New York. Na, 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 na. She sings that song. Da, na, na, New York. Hold on. I know, I know you're thinking, Missy, you're lame ass, right? Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I went to the whole concert as well. New York. She was fantastic. Beyond, there wasn't Beyonce. Who, what was her name? Ah, Alicia Keys. Alicia. It was Alicia. Alicia. <laughs> See, my rendition was good, wasn't it? So, that was in Birmingham at the Utilita. And uh, a few days later, I'm like, oh my God. I feel like shit. I went down bigger and bigger than the first time and I had fever. It was quite poorly. As in like feverish, but I didn't really get any other symptoms except <laughs> lots of phlegmy stuff, and it uh, that infection kind of it caused it, it caused an infection in my chest, in my lungs, and it took me quite a while to recover from that because once all the gunk gets in there, it ruins my airwaves in the lungs and it messes with the oxygen. At that point, I was bleeding, as you know, I had the bleeding problem, which I don't now because I'm on the Provera, but that was quite a bad one. So this was the third one. And um, when I got COVID, I had a really scratchy throat. I've gone through this with you already. So I uh, got the scratchy throat on Saturday. Sunday, I checked for coronavirus. So and let me just check. It's got a really bad sore throat and I couldn't swallow. And I felt feverish. Body was aching and all that shit. Um, checked it. And I always have coronavirus tests here. I always have them. So um, which reminds me, I've got to order some more. I get them because obviously, you know, because I'm uh, vulnerable. So um, <clears throat> I was clear. Got worse on Monday and I've got a direct line to my doctor. Emailed him the night before. I was like, doc, man, something's going on. <laughs> something's going down, man. <laughs> and uh, he called me straight away. He's like, have you checked for coronavirus? So I was like, yes, I have. He's like, do it now in front of me. <laughs> uh, because all the sim symptoms that you've just described um not looking good mate did it i was like oh my god doc i've got coronavirus um and so this is his words to me he's like right uh, when you have coronavirus this week it's going to be a four or five days you're going to have double lines yeah it's going to be nothing and then he said post that is where you're going to be quite poorly I'm like, thanks and i didn't really believe him because i went again through the five six days I got it on the Monday, didn't I? And the lines finished on the Saturday. So that was six days. And Sunday, I was absolutely fine going, yay, I haven't got Corona. I'm all good. And then Monday, boom, I started getting all the guitar. The green shit is disgusting, disgusting. But since then, things have nosedived. <laughs> I don't know what they, they call this post-COVID, post-COVID, long covid I don't know what it is, but it's awful, awful, awful. Every night I'm <coughs> coughing up all this crap during the day. Bins full of tissues. It's disgusting. It really is. And uh, it's taken 
a lot out of me uh, and not just that i decided i didn't need my blood pressure tablets so i off the, my own back i'm gonna switch the oxygen off for a little bit yeah off my own back decided to come off the uh blood pressure pills and i didn't do it slowly slowly i take three types of blood pressure pills two lots in the morning a 10 milligram a 2.5 milligram and in the evening a two milligram right um i've never had blood pressure problems ever before until i had this uh lung disease right so <laughs> so i know you're going missy you you twat <laughs> but i for, for a long time i thought i don't need to take this much blood pressure tablets and stuff so every day i monitored my blood pressure i took a read three readings each time i took it and i took it about seven readings a day right and um now we're gonna have to do this with the oxygen sorry i'm okay if i don't do so much talking oh hold on a sec right and um it was over two weeks that i gave my readings to the doctor and he's like, oh my God, that's amazing. That's really good. Yeah, he goes, you can't come off blood pressure tablets. I'll take you off the repeat prescription. Bing, he took him off. And then, next day, started to feel really, really unwell. Um, on the, th this was after, but goes, I'm going back to bioresonance woman. Thursday, she'd um, changed my program. And Thursday night, sorry, Wednesday, she's changed my program. Oh, sorry. Um, I turned it down too much. Th uh, Thursday night, I did her new program. Friday morning, although I was up physically from my neck down, my body would not move. I couldn't, like, I'm trying to get up to get out of bed. And my whole body felt like someone had beaten the shit out of me in a boxing ring. Like I'd been in 10 rounds with Mike Tyson. Oh my God, I was... Like, someone help me. I can't get out of bed. And then I just kept falling asleep, waking up, trying to move, trying to ease my body. To, um, I was, my bladder was so full, so full. You know those moments when you're in bed and you're having such a good sleep and your bladder fills up and you just want to stay sleeping, but your bladder's going, hello, want to do susu? I want to do susu. I want to do susu. <laughs> and you're like, fuck off. <laughs> it was one of those. So in the end, uh, because my bladder was so full, one o'clock. I don't know how the hell I got off that bed. Got off the bed, went for a pee, uh, which was amazing, by the way. And then, oh my God, proceeded to have a very, very, very hot shower to try and wake me up. Oh my God. Um, and then since then, that Friday night, I went to bed and I couldn't breathe. Um, and this has happened to me before, around March time, I think when I went into the darkness. And, um, boy, oh boy, it was absolutely awful. I couldn't breathe. My oxygen kept dropping and dropping. It was dropping to 55, 52, 63, 71. 71 was like the maximum it would go to. I was shitting my pants. I didn't tell my mum how bad it was because she was already shitting her pants. What is the oxygen? Oh, it's 71, mum. It's all right. I've lived on 71 before. <laughs> 50, 51, you should be dead. Honestly, 50, you know, if you, if when people's oxygen, 
your oxygen basically as a normal healthy human being should be 99 percent 95 to 99 yeah i checked my nephews the other day because like mimi i want to check mine too because <laughs> i sat, sit there all day long with this stupid oxygen meter on my finger so like if i won't put it on now because i've got the oxygen on right so um <laughs> so yeah 95 99 when your oxygen jumps down to around 85 and it doesn't go any further than 85 that's when most people go into panic mode so if you go into a and e and your oxygen's at 85 they're like oh, emergency case take them in <laughs> i think i i think i averagely live on 75 oxygen whilst moving i when i got a lot 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 better when i did all the healing work i woke up to 85 90 percent oxygen which was for me a wowzer moment in my life um so 52 62 63 these are alarm bells that are massive in the medical world and so really i should have called a and e sorry an ambulance and <laughs> gone into hospital that night friday night i was like no way in hell so mom was sat at the edge of my bed at three o'clock in the morning just staring at me i was like why are you sitting there staring at me well i didn't say it so like forcefully because i couldn't speak I was like, <laughs> and she's like Chupkare, don't talk i'm calling 999 it's like don't you dare and i was like no i'm not gonna go to hospital because the hospital ain't gonna do shit for me not being bad right what would they have done put oxygen on me i've got oxygen they would have put me on antibiotics i've got antibiotics um they would have um i don't know done a couple of blood tests and said you know you're fine you know what you're doing because that's the last time they came to my house the ambulance there was like three ladies they were lovely had such a laugh with them and in the end there was like listen love right we'll take you to hospital but they're not going to do much for you because you are a special case this has been my problem all my life right you're a special case you have things in place and procedures in place and people in place for you that know much more and will give you a better service than what the hospital will give you and we're not saying that badly but they're just like they're just snowed over down there and really they're just going to keep you comfortable and plus you're going to pick up all the bugs in the hospital i was like exactly so that was my reasoning for not going to the hospital and then same thing happened the next day the next day i was very 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 weak kept my oxygen on all day i on that night i went through three cylinders of oxygen next day day and night i went through four cylinders of oxygen now bear in mind this happened uh when i was really really bad at the beginning of this year in fact yeah around march time i think it was um and i spent a lot of time trying to do all the healing work and get myself back up just before covid i was so happy because i was literally walking around everywhere walking the dog the shops everything parks books the lot without oxygen um granted i was huffy puffy but i was nothing you know nothing to be alarmed about and i was like wow i'm almost there almost there and then boom covid came so i can't tell you how how much this incenses me that once i get an infection of some sort how it takes me back a thousand thousand steps so it's very very frustrating to be in this position right now so so just to put into perspective those two three days i use three to four cylinders every like during the day and the night um in the last three days i've used three cylinders so that's good so normally i get 12 cylinders and i used to order 12 cylinders every two to three days over the past couple of months i've been ordering my cylinders um and i don't finish them off i finish about seven in around 10 days so um, almost two weeks i'd order about another seven you know replace seven so can you imagine how much oxygen i've been through since last friday 
Um, it's been absolutely crazy. And I feel so, so blessed that the NHS provide this oxygen for free to me. Things Friday were bad. Saturday were bad. Sunday were bad. Um, Sunday, my doctor already had given me antibiotics when I got the COVID, but he said, don't take them only if you really are desperate. And he knows that I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool at gauging what is desperate because I can feel the difference between, okay, this is COVID and this is now a bad chest infection. It hadn't got to a bad chest infection. I was just, I was just spitting up, spewing up bucket loads of phlegm. It was disgusting. Not was, it still is. I'm still in the phlegm stage, but it's not thick green stuff. It is now thick yellow stuff. I know it's not nice, not nice. I know, I know it's natural though, isn't it? I'm just being honest. Okay, so oh, so I started the antibiotics. I sent on Sunday, I emailed my doctor because I have a direct email contact with him. Normally what happens is I'll be like, hi doctor, for attention of Dr. Hastings and hi doc, blah, 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 blah. Sent it, knew a million, billion, billion percent that he'd call me nine o'clock Monday morning. Didn't call me. Uh, Monday night happened, didn't call me. I called the, the surgery on Tuesday. I was like, it's Dr. Hastings in the surgery. She's like, no, love, he's on annual leave for a week. I was like, bloody hell. So I took it upon myself to go back on, not back on, but on the antibiotics. Doxocycline or something. Doxocycline. Really good for you, for lung problems. And I went back on the blood pressure tablets. Now, since Sunday, my blood pressure was like booming. 168, 170, 150. Not very good. Bottom number, not good in the 90s. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Today, though, good news. I've got perfectly perfect blood pressure readings. 119 over, I can't remember what it was, but 79 or something like that. So that was good. So um, it has been a very, very, very slow recovery. And it has been horrendously awful. I still have zero energy. Um, but I'm making much better progress than uh, uh, five days ago. Five days ago, yeah. <laughs> and this is probably a culmination of many things. It was, it is COVID, it's post-COVID, it's me coming off my blood pressure pills. It's me also, I have to put my hands up, um, losing faith in the bioresonance machine, me losing faith in all healing modalities, modalities, yeah. Um, all the modalities I was doing, I didn't do nothing. I told you that I think on, on the last part podcast, I did nothing. Um, and then uh, I almost, almost, almost got down to ground zero into the back, into the black darkness again. I was at that point very, 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 very close, almost to being swallowed up in the ground never to be seen again for a good 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 probably year or so but i got saved with a little help from a very very good friend and um because of that friend uh, they bolstered me up so amazingly that i was able to see that you know you're going under Rita, you're going under sort your shit out um so that kind of never helped either uh, and that was because of another situation. So, so much has happened in the last couple of weeks that I have fallen flat on my face. And I've just come out of, well, I wouldn't call it the darkness, but it was, it was hardcore, horrible. It was a horrible place to be. 
I was petrified thinking, shit, is this is it? Is this it? Like, is this the long COVID thing that's going to kill me now? Something going to happen to my lungs? Are they going to collapse? Because they kept filling up with fluid. I mean, I don't know if they're fluid, fluid, but there was a lot of watery thing just being coughed out and stuff. And mum was like, they got to go to hospital and they're going to pump it out. Because there's nothing there to pump out. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, all jokes aside, it... it Oh, gosh, having a chronic illness and then having to deal with all other shit on top of it can't be like the nicest of places. I tell you that now. Um, but you know what? The, the the positive side of it is I'm here still alive to do your head in with the Missy D, the Journal of Missy D 4.0. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a, a good thing or a bad thing for you. <laughs> Um, all for me I don't know I really don't know I don't know what, what I'm doing sitting here I don't because I'm knackered so tired but I am determined to turn my life around yet again I keep going down and bouncing back up down bounce back up I feel like a bloody basketball <laughs> I do honestly it's a very, very hard place to be in. Wanting to heal, wanting to be normal. I mean, what is normal? There's no normal. What I'm saying is, it's not normal, is it? Because nothing's normal. Wanting to be healthy, I guess. Wanting to... Oh, God, I've, I've said this to you a million times before. Wanting to walk my dog. Get, getting Bouncing out of bed. Not thinking, oh, my God, I've just had 12 hours sleep and I can sleep another 12 hours. That's what it is with me. I could sleep all day long. I'm tired. Physically, physically tired. My legs ache. <clears throat> like <clears throat> especially my calves they really hurt um on the side of my legs i get these black bruises uh, especially when i drive um and my head is always feeling heavy i could literally sit on like I'm, if i'm sitting in my in my office and i've got i've got one of those wheelie chairs you know like everyone's got i could just sit on here fold my arms and let my head flop and go to sleep i could do that all day every day you know um i have no desire to go outside in the fresh air because everyone's like, go out in the fresh air. I'm like, bloody hell, it's freezing out there. But I should, I should, but I don't have any kind of kitsch to go out there. I don't have any kind of desire. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I'll just stay at home and be miserable, you know? Not that I am miserable, but <clears throat> sometimes it gets hard and sometimes you think, why, why am I making this effort? But I am making the effort because I do want to make my life better. And the only way it's going to get better is to physically make it better once it physically becomes better mentally will become better as well because the physical the bad phys the bad physical side of me makes my mind bad as well if you know what i mean because it's just always tedious trying to drag your body around <clears throat> and it really does i shouldn't say it badly but you know my mum's 80 going to be 80 next year uh still trying to work out what to do for her 80th birthday she's more active than i am she goes up and down the stairs all day long drives the car runs around goes to social events does this that and the other not at all, at all. i'm touching wood do want to jinx her. i think it's amazing and i'm 53 yeah i mean do i need to even say anything more than that so it's hard but i'm not going to get upset on this one because today i just wanted to share with you that you know covid is real and and and, and the it's real but what can you do you know like going back to my sister's um thing that she said to me yesterday 
you know, you've got to be careful. COVID's out there. You shouldn't go out. You need to be careful where you go, who you mix with, what parties you go to, where you're going, what you're doing. I'm like, why should I? Why should I? You know, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I don't know whether you believe in this. It doesn't, there's people, you know, like uh, I told you last week or the week before, Ranj, Ricky, he died of a heart attack. Just like that. Just like that. And I mean, was he being careful? Was he not being careful? Who knows? So many people around us are just dying. You think, fuck, what, that, how did that happen? They were so young. And the, sometimes you expect it with the older ones, you know? And they're not even dying. <laughs> they're going on to their hundreds and stuff. So I just think, yeah, I guess you've got to be careful. But uh, what I, I believe in what's written in your life is written in your life. When, you, when you're going to die, you're going to die. When you're going to get a disease, you're going to get a disease. When it's going to cure, it's going to cure. And maybe I'm putting too much into curing myself. Maybe I should just not give it up. I'm not saying give it up, say fuck it. No, fuck that. I'm not going to do my manifestations. I'm not going to be grateful for everything around me. I'm not going to manifest. I'm not going to um, try and look into how my mind can heal my body because I but I totally believe that 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 is possible. Uh, but sometimes you can put too much into it. Uh, where you hold onto it so much that you think that's the be all and end all. And I've been there, done that. I have been there so many times. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do some healing work, but I'm not going to put too much on it. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking, I said to mum actually uh, yesterday, I might start going back to Cornelius on Monday. Um, he's on at eight o'clock now because of the, the time changes and stuff. Or is it he's on seven? I don't know. I must check actually. Um... He used to be at nine o'clock at night and I used to find nine o'clock quite late because I'd get tired. So in the middle of him doing his whole thing, I'd be falling asleep. <laughs> and sometimes he, he, he actually, he didn't catch you out. He would say, if you want to fall asleep, just fall asleep as long as you can just be present and stuff. So I might, I might not. Let's see. But for the last few days, um, I have started some kind of mantras, mantras, mantras. So, you know, just to... One was actually given to me by this friend that, you know, when I, I was almost going down to the darkness and uh, they sent me this saying. Um, I can't remember what it was, but. Oh. Ah, I'll find it. Hold on a minute. No, I can't find it because my phone's off and I can't go into that one. Anyway, the crux of it was that the mantra was I am healing. Uh, I, was, it, I think the saying went something like, like when our grandmas were ill. And had a chronic illness. They didn't say I am sick. They said I am healing. And that really resonated with me. And what made it even more special. Is that this friend of mine. Uh, they don't even believe in manifestations. They don't believe in doing the manifestations. Gratitudes and manifestations and stuff. They just don't believe in it. But they believed in it for me. Which made it really, 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 really special. That I was like. But you don't believe in manifestations. And mantras and all that. And, and But you believe in it you've you've believed in it for me and they were like yeah <laughs> and they was like I hope that helps I'm like ain't that really sweet so there are sweet people like that in the world that genuinely believe in, in in you so you can go out there and believe too so uh my belief hasn't gone but it's <sighs> how do I put it Ah, oh, it's I'm holding on to it, but not so tightly. So I guess my journey continues. 
The healing continues. I continue. I'm still here. Hello. I'm still alive. <laughs> I honestly, truly, 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 truly thought that Saturday night I was done for. Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday night. I was done for, mate. I was done. <laughs> and I, I, I woke up at some point going, oh. in fact, uh, that's a lie. I didn't even, I didn't sleep. So how could I have woken up? I literally <coughs> was sat up and had the oxygen on all night and I couldn't sleep because I couldn't breathe and it was really, really bad. Uh, then slowly, slowly over the next few nights, I started uh, normalising a bit. So I'd sleep for about two hours, get up, gasp for air, have some oxygen, then go to sleep for two hours. Then the next day I'd sleep for three hours. Last night I only woke up once at three o'clock. I had a bit of oxygen therapy, went to sleep all the way through. So I'm get, I'm, it's a very slow journey. I am healing. I am learning. I am manifesting. I am doing my gratitude. I am doing EFT. I am doing everything. Uh, but not so much as to make myself go cray cray. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, that is uh, where I am at the moment with long COVID. And also f uh, after post giving up on everything. So back on track, getting there slowly. And who knows, next week I might be here and go, oh my God, a miracle happened. You have no idea. I've just ran uh, half a marathon. <laughs> These things are possible. You just never know. You just got to visualize it. That is my next uh, step to learn visualization. And and I'm, I've started doing the meditation. Granted, I did one minute, but I did one minute of pure meditation. And that for me is big. So uh, the meditations are back in uh, and all the gratitude manifestation are back in. The EFT is back in. Cornelius, I'll see Monday. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see, depending on the time. And um, the positive mindset is back in. And the support is always there. So uh, without the support of all these people that support me, my mom, my sisters, my friends, um, you know, all these people, then none of this would be, be possible. And me, and me, and my dog. My dog keeps me going, man. My dog's love, I can't describe to you, is so unconditional. Like when I was ill, he would just sit there on the floor looking at me. Then he'd jump on my bed. When I was sleeping, he'd be sleeping. He'd be just licking my face. And I'm like, you are the most adorable, adorable soul in this whole wide world. Dogs are the best, I'm telling you. And mine is the bestest of them all. My Prince Ishka Valentino. On that note, woof, woof. <laughs> I, 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 I always say to him, in my next life, I want to be your dog. And I want you to be my owner. So cute. On that note, I'm going to love you and leave you. And uh, I'll catch you. Same time, same time, same time, same time. Same place. Same time, same place. Next week. Mwah. Ah, sweet. Thank you. I love you. I love you.